I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 75. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I am recording this on a Monday. It's a beautiful day here in Santa Barbara, and I am feeling 100% over COVID and sleeping well and all that good stuff. So I know those are all circumstances, and I still feel quite good. (laughs) So I wanted to talk today about our future selves, my future self, your future self, and our relationship to our future self or our future self's relationship to us. And a lot of what I coach on and personally practice is a lot of present moment awareness, mindfulness, right? Not missing out on what's actually happening now because I'm thinking about the future or thinking about the past. And yet I really want to talk about developing a focus on our future, right? In terms of thinking in a very intentional way at times about what it is we want to experience, right? What we want to create for ourselves, what some of our goals are and desires, not in a way where we have to be unhappy or feel deprived or less than now, but in a way that perhaps creates a sense of future possibility and future excitement. I love the idea of being pulled by your future, by a future that you want to create so badly. It's so enticing and exciting and interesting that it pulls you forward towards it rather than being pushed by our past or even pushed by our present. Often I think, and I think this was very true for me personally, is one reason I got into self-development and coaching, self-coaching and personal transformation is this idea of being so unhappy in the present moment, right? Being so unhappy is that our pain sort of pushes us out of our comfort zone into an area of intentional change that perhaps we're otherwise afraid to do. And one of the benefits of having been doing this work for a long time is that I notice I no longer have to be pushed by my pain into voluntary discomfort and growth. But this idea of really getting intentional about creating a future that is so exciting that it pulls you forward, right? It pulls you into your future. And part of that, and I can speak more about this in another podcast, is this idea of tapping into your future self, asking your future self, future you, who's in that future, for advice, 
right? Especially when you're feeling stuck, especially when you're trying to make decisions. Sometimes when I'm just feeling blah or resisting things or grumpy, right? Is to think about future me, future Sarah. And so I wanted to discuss this idea. And this is an exercise that I have a lot of my clients do. And I just did it myself before doing this podcast. I want to consider the possibility of encouraging you to write a letter from your future self to yourself now, right? So there's a lot of talk about writing a letter to your future self, but the purpose of this is to tap into your future self's wisdom and ask for advice, especially on things that you're stuck with or trying to make decisions on. So I had two different titles for this podcast. One was Future Self Wisdom, because I find that my future self always has a lot of wisdom. And the other one was Ask Your Future Self for Advice. And that's really what we're doing here. And I think you'll discover that your future self actually has a lot of wisdom for you now with whatever it is you might want to ask yourself. But in order to do this, you have to get to know your future self who you are in the future. And that's why it's important to also get in touch with what it is that you want in your future, right? What's your future too good to be true dream life, whether in one year, two years, five years, 20 years, because where I want you to start is to imagine your future self is that version of you who is where you want to be. So again, it can be the you tomorrow. It can be the you of next month. It can be you one year from now, 10 years from now. It can even be the you that's 90, 95 years old. Like I discussed in the podcast, I think on regret minimization. In that podcast, and sometimes when I do this exercise, I imagine myself when I'm 90 years old, reflecting back on my life. And I can ask that future version of me, right? That wise old woman, what do I need to do now to make sure I have no regrets, right? What should I be focused on now? What's most important? Maybe what should I not be focused on? But I want to encourage you to consider that your future self is always available to have a conversation with, to have a little chat, maybe a pep talk, or even a deep heart-to-heart. I usually like asking my 10-year future self a lot. So I picture myself in 10 years, right? So I'll be early 60s, which seems sort of crazy, but my early 60s, Sarah, is dynamic. She's done a lot. There's a lot she still wants to do. And she has great advice. I do like talking to my 90-year-old self too. She's the one I go to when I really need the deeper, wider perspective, the intense wisdom. But what I've noticed is that future me always has a lot of information and wisdom to share. I like to think about my future self tomorrow when I'm making decisions about what to eat and when to go to bed and all of those things. Because the more I talk with my future self, the more I think about me in the future, the more I imagine her, the more I get to know 
her, me in the future, the more I care about her, the more I care about my future self, about me in the future, which maybe sounds sort of weird or a little woo-woo, but what I found is that the result of thinking of future me and asking future me, right, older Sarah, is that it makes me want to take care of her, right? It makes me want to take care of me, future me. I want to have my own back, whether it's tomorrow by getting enough sleep or whether it's five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. I want to set myself up in the future to have my goals and dreams come true. I want to do things today that will help future me, that will let future Sarah, me in the future, live the life that I'm imagining. And so the more you get to know your future self, she or he becomes this weirdly real thing in your head, right? This real person. And you can develop this relationship with the future version of you. And it inspires you to take care of them because it's natural that we want to take care of the people that we care about. And again, I want to set future me up for success, for fulfillment, for well-being, for happiness. One question I get is, how do you know if you're really getting advice from your future self or whether it's just your imagination? And of course, it is your imagination, right? We're imagining, we're visualizing. And yet I think what it does in my experience is it taps in to our own inner wisdom that often is obscured or that we can't hear because we're so caught up in whatever our current fears are, what we're worried about, sort of the worst case scenario. And when you ask the future version of you, when you think about you in the future, having already accomplished whatever it is that you want to do, having already experienced what it is that you're hoping to experience, right? Having already created whatever it is you want to create or solved the problem that you're currently struggling with, that's when we can really hear that own deep wisdom that I think we all already have. And the way that you know that the advice, right, that you're getting is from that sort of future version of you, is from that deeper wisdom, is that my future self is usually pretty smart. She seems wise. She's kind. She's usually not in a hurry like I currently usually am. And she tells me the truth. Future Sarah is very honest. Sometimes it feels a little bit like tough love. Sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes the advice is silly or funny or sensible. It's not dramatic. It's usually wise. There's usually lots of wisdom in the advice I get when I think about what the future version of myself would tell me now, right? And you can notice this. If you think about what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago, it's usually sensible. It's usually kind. It's wise. We don't usually beat ourselves up. And whatever your future self says to you will always, 100% of the time, be loving, in my experience, if it doesn't feel like love, it's not your future self talking. That's sort of the ultimate test of these future self conversations. And whatever advice, whatever I sort of know, right? Whatever I think future Sarah is telling me, it usually resonates with me. 
you know, when you know something is really true for you, when it lands, it may be uncomfortable, but it feels true. That's usually how it goes, at least for me. And so, as I said, I did this before doing this podcast because honestly, it had been a while. And I often do a podcast episode because it's something that I need to hear (laughs) or I need to do. And it was that way in this situation. And so I asked myself these same questions that I'm going to recommend that you ask yourself. And so you can do this as a letter from your future self. Again, I sort of visualize what age I'm sort of picturing. And again, usually it's maybe 10 years in the future. You can do this in writing, which is what I like to do. I like to handwrite it out, or you can just do it in your head, right? You can have a conversation, a chat. And I want you to ask yourself again, these questions. This is the exercise of writing a letter from your future self, who again is right where you want to be and have them give you some advice. So the first question is, what would your future self tell you to stop doing? What is she or he going to tell you to stop doing? What would they tell you to start doing? And then lastly, what else might he or she say to you, right? What else might that version of you in the future, the one five years in the future, 10 or, right? Maybe the 90-year-old, what else might they tell you? So again, it just starts by thinking about you in the future. And if you're not good at imagining, that's totally fine. Just think about you maybe in 10 years, who's done some of the things you want to do, who's where you want to be, who has achieved maybe some of the big, scary goals that you currently have, or even just figured out some of the more straightforward or simple things you might be struggling to decide or change or accept, right? Who's just figured stuff out. And then ask yourself, what would I tell myself to stop doing now? What would I tell myself to start doing? And what else might I tell myself? Future me today told me that I should start trusting myself more. And you know, honestly, that felt pretty true. I feel like I do trust myself, but I could do it more. And lately I've been indulging in a little bit of self-doubt and second guessing. Future me also told me to have more fun and to lighten up, (laughs) which I actually really appreciate. And I have felt a little serious lately and I do want to have more fun. And then she also told me to do more work that feels like play. And that really resonated with me. So that was the wisdom I got from future Sarah today when I asked her those questions, right? She said, it's not all so serious. Laugh more. Those of you who know me know I really like to laugh. And I think I need to lighten up a little bit more. And I really like this idea of doing more work that feels like play. My work lately hasn't felt that much like play. So that was the wisdom I got. I wrote this down. She told me some things I should stop doing too. But just experiment. Try it. Have a conversation. You don't have to write it down if you don't want to. You could just ask future you, you know, what words of advice does he or she have for you? Your future self has a lot to tell you. You just got to start listening. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. This was super helpful for me. (laughs) And so... Uh, whatever I need, I often think maybe there's someone out there who also needs it. Feel free to send me an email. You can always email me directly, Sarah, S-A-R-A, at saradill.com. Let me know what you think. If there's something else you want to talk about or if you maybe want to work together, I would love it. 
I currently have a couple spaces for clients and I will say coaching for me is always work that feels not only like play, but like a privilege. I love it. Certainly my sweet spot. So hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician, ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.